remember with my brother-in-law at first wedding, and he just flipped it out. He's just like, oh yeah, Ben, I saw Ben the other day. I was like, Ben who? And he's like, Ben Higgins? And I'm like, excuse me? You know this man? I'm like, what? So we're at dinner, and I'm just giving him this eye like, you better hook me up. Like, I am your sister-in-law. Like, you need to connect me immediately. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Drink Outside the Box with Maria Morales and Caroline Lolly. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's like only Tuesday and I have like this amazing energy. I'm like, I'm ready for it to be like Friday. Yes. <laughs> Me too. I'm always ready to be, uh, for it to be Friday, but I'm so happy to see you. Me too. I'm What's fine. new with you? Oh gosh. So... Um, I've been like living at work. I feel like we've been doing a lot of um, partnerships with other organizations at the radio station. We've been doing a lot of charity events and it's really nice because you, you get to see what it's like, what exactly they do at charity events and just the mission of it. It's really, really eye-opening. So it's amazing having to experience that i've been super busy but it's good it's good busy but what about you um i just got back from california on oh when was that friday night so i was there for about 10 days um kind of a belated birthday celebration and also to meet freaking tanya hey! oh my god i texted you the picture like yes. right when it happened <laughs> and tell me what happened Well, so that was, I flew in there on the 11th at night, and um, that was on the 13th. But first of all, um, my flight actually landed like 30 minutes early. Everything was great. My bags came out, and nothing was lost. And then the next step was getting to the rental car, which was a shit show in and of itself. And then after that, um, I was staying in Airbnb, but it was in like an apartment complex. And so obviously it's kind of illegal for them to be renting out the airbnb and the morning after i was in the lobby of the apartment like kind of looking for the coffee machine because you know most apartments that have like a little coffee machine in the lobby right and couldn't find it so then i guess it looked very obvious that i was um lost (laughs) and so the leasing agent's like what's wrong like can i help you find something and i was like oh sorry like my big ass mouth blurted like oh i don't know i'm staying in airbnb i'm just looking for the coffee well i didn't mean like I mean, all, all the time people are Airbnb in apartments and, you know, don't oh. think twice about it. Well, yeah. she's like, oh, my gosh, what unit are you staying in? And I'm like, um, I I just, like, faked it because I was like, shit. I obviously should not have been, like, telling on these poor people who are letting me stay at their place. Um, but then they're like, oh, yeah, the Airbnb apartment. And I'm like, oh, like, I just assumed maybe, like, there was a designated Airbnb apartment. But turns out, like, a bunch of people are doing it. And so um, they're like, well, how long are you here for? Because we're going to change the locks and you guys might have to, like, find another place to stay. Mm. And so that was scary because I'm like, um, we were supposed to be staying here the 11th through the 14th in in Hollywood and then check out and stay um, at a hotel in Santa Monica after that. And so if they were going to kick us out, like, the 12th or 13th, then that would have changed our whole plans because – We would have, like, everything that we were doing those first few days was in Hollywood area or, like, nearby it. So that would have sucked to be staying in, like, a whole different 
I don't know. Whatever. I'm just being high maintenance. Anyway. No, that would have sucked, to be honest. To <laughs> and, <anyone>. like, <laughs> wasting the sunshine, moving all your shit back and forth to a different place. Like, I didn't want to have to deal with that. Yeah. But the um, Airbnb was amazing. It had a freaking hot tub and a oh. sauna. What? And, I mean, it literally puts Nashville apartments to shame. Like, it's normal <laughs> in California for them to have a hot tub in apartment complex just because it's always warm. So, like, obviously people are going to be out there using it. Um, oh, nice. I don't even know. what it, I don't know what I did before. Oh, I did hike to the Hollywood sign, which was sweet. Oh, cool. Um, did you take – was there a lot of people? Not really. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Nice. There was rattlesnake signs everywhere, which oh, was no. not okay because, you know, they have those for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I did meet Mandy Moore's ex-husband, which I have yet to tell you. This is, like, the craziest thing in the world, I guess. Um, So we were, like, hiking up, and I asked this random guy who – I didn't realize he was famous, but I guess we are in L.A., so, like, probably Anybody. anybody's going to be famous. Yes. And I'm like, hey, can you take a picture of us? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. And then I was, like, asking him, what do you recommend to get to the Hollywood sign? Like, which route? Because it's just, like, dirt routes. Like, you don't know where you're going. Yeah. And he actually, like, had us follow him, showed us everything, was very friendly, took a bunch of pictures because you know how I am with pictures. Oh, my God. And Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like, I'm such an idiot. I was like, so what's your Instagram? Like, because I wanted to be – I like to – be friends with everybody that I meet. Yeah. And hopefully that's not the last time I see them. And he's like Ryan Adams. Well, he's freaking verified on Instagram, has like thousands of followers. And he DMs me and he's like, did you guys end up going like up to the Hollywood sign? He was so nice. Um, I'm going to read you his DMs right now. Holy shit. And so I look it up and what do you know? He's Mandy Moore's ex-husband. Holy cow. And just like you would, if you had known that, I bet you wouldn't like, would you have talked to him? If you oh, yeah. That? Oh, God. Oh, no. no. If I knew he was famous? Yes. Um, yes. No, I would have been too scared. Yes. Oh, God. That's so, oh, my God. It's loading. I, I hope, I hope this is okay. Look, there's like fan accounts. Oh. Okay. Shoot. <laughs> Caroline is trying to pull up the conversation. Here it is. Oh, he's cute. Yeah, if it will cute. load. I have screenshots of it. Don't worry. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay here with me, people. Wait, how you describe him physically so our listeners can um, imagine Short, him. long-haired, kind of scruffy. He's short? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Here he goes. He goes, you made it! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. And then he like 100% reacted to it. He's like, how did I miss you on the trail today? Did you extend your stay? Let me know if you ever run on the trail or see the whole Griffith, Griffith Park's spine. It gets even cooler past the peak. Oh, And wow. there was like, there was a lot more. But he was, he was so friendly. He's like, please let me know like if you're out here again. And yeah, I'm like when in LA. Caroline, but I'm going to LA next time with you. That was the same day that I went to the Scrubbing In podcast. Yeah. Where I got to finally meet Tanya and becca and i gave them like little valentine's gifts and um tanya since she had shared sorry i'm probably talking way more in depth than you guys are interested in but um tanya had shared on her podcast when they did a truth or drink game the question was what is the worst sex that you've ever sent and she's like oh that's easy like sex yeah okay 
um, a picture of her tits had landed in the on-air with Ryan Seacrest <gasps> Dropbox. So here all her coworkers are seeing a picture of her bare tits. So um, I found a, a mug. She drinks coffee. I found a mug that had boobs all over it. It says, you're perfect. Aww. And I gave that to her. Um, and along with like some red starburst and little like Valentine's candies and whatnot. And then Becca is like, she loves anything that's bad for her, like junk food wise. So I found these like smelling junk food pens along with, um, a stick of butter that is like post-it notes. It says pad of butter. It's like, it's, it's not real butter. It's just post-it notes. So I gave that to her and she was like so nice and laughed at it. But when Tanya opened the gift, she actually flashed me. Like, she literally lifted up her shirt, and everybody saw her bra, and I have it on video. It's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So that's how my experience meeting Tanya and Becca went, but it was so fun. And, like, this one girl that I had met through their Facebook group came with us to the show, and she stayed at the Airbnb as well. Um, And then, yeah, I, I feel like it was just, like, a bunch of random things that I wouldn't have expected to happen that did. That's so cool. Well, I'm pretty sure... What? Oh, what? Sorry, I I have to talk about Gabriel. What? I told him that we'd give him a shout-out. Oh, okay, Um, okay, okay. My mom flew in... I'm so sorry if I interrupted you. My mom flew in to meet me there that Sunday, which was February 16th. Shout-out to Scott McLaughlin because that's his birthday. Anyway, um, we were eating really, really quick. We had, like, 20 minutes before we had to leave to go to the Girls Gotta Eat live show. And so there was no open seats at True Food where our hotel was by that. So we just walked to it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> what? So we're sitting at a communal table. And these I thought it was like a gay couple because, I don't know, they just seem like it. They're just very in tune with their emotions, I feel like. They're both okay. yogis. Okay. And um, one of them, they're, they're like childhood best friends. One of them lives in the Bay Area now. And then the other one lives in Santa Monica now. And so my mom and I were, like, talking to them for a while. And then the the guy that lives in Santa Monica area, he ended up, um, like, showing us around and, like, joined us for dinner one night, which was so much fun. So I just wanted to give him a shout-out because he's, like, a really nice guy. Shout-out to you, Gabriel. (laughs) Thanks for treating my friend nice. But well, yeah, a little bit more in depth than you probably wanted to hear, but that's actually really funny. The tits. <laughs> I know, that's right? Yeah. I can't believe I found that. I'm like, I didn't even look for this mug or even think of giving her a tit mug, but here we are. Meant to be, yeah. So what's our drink for today, like always? Our drink of the day is the Bocelli Toscana. I'm probably saying this wrong. Bocelli. To- yes. If you guys don't know who Andrea Bocelli is... It's, it's like, his wine. Yes, it's like a famous singer, amazing singer, and he has a wine, and that's what we're drinking today. And I actually got this from the guy that does my nails and toes at Saray <laughs> Nail Bar. He showed up, I was getting my nails done before going to California, and he's got two bottles for me. Holy at, cow. And I'm like, oh my god. Thanks, Preston. <laughs> Shout out to Preston. <laughs> so here we are, pouring yeah. our Bocelli. And actually, sorry, actually we're drinking this in the wine bottle glass, um, which I'm sure you can find online. We can link it in our episode notes. Yeah. But it says, finally, a wine glass that fits my needs. And so it's literally like, 
So it's like it's supposed to fit a bottle. Yeah, it's a bottle. We're gonna share this. A bottle of like wine, like just a crystal bottle, and it has the little cup all the way at the top, like a wine glass all the way at the top, so you can drink it. Um, I don't know if I'm describing this the right way, am I? <laughs> but a whole bottle is fitting on inside. I mean, inside. I mean, the whole bottle does fit. Shit, we forgot to record this. Well. Oh, well. We'll take a picture. <laughs> there it is. I wish you guys could see it. It's almost full. Like, the glass wasn't even that, um, it wasn't even that big, but it still fit. So for nearly three centuries, the Bocelli family has made classic Italian wines on their small estate in Tuscany. And to this day, Eddie Bocelli, a.k.a. Mama, still enjoys working in the fields, carefully hand-tying vines. Oh, cool. And Cinzia and Alberto Bocelli manage the Hacienda, and with the help of Andrea, welcome visitors from around the world to taste their exceptional wines. So it's a true family affair. I know. It's, that's really cool. And you can get it for really not that expensive. It's 14 bucks on TotalWine.com. Cheap. Well, there's cheaper wine, but still cheap. Yeah. For a celebrity. I don't know where Preston got this, but I'm sure you can get it at a wine store near you. Yeah. Well, like we always do on every episode, we have our word of the day from Urban, Urban Dictionary. And today's word is ship mass. Shipmast, if for you guys that don't know, do you know what it is? Um, I think so, but please use it in a <laughs> sentence. <laughs> so, shipmast is um, to, da- to tie belts to both front doors of a car, then while speeding, climbing out through the passenger window, grabbing a belt, grabbing the belts and laying on the hood at a high speed, as seen in the movie Grindhouse. So, if I use it in a sentence, it would be, oh, hell no. You said you were never going to play shipmast again. Ships mast again. So that's that's a word of the day. <laughs> so a very dangerous. Do you think it's safe since it was in a movie? Can we do it? Let's go out and do it right now. Okay. Okay. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, today we have a special guest. All the way from the other side of the country. You please join me in welcoming Aaron Hill of Getting Cozy. Hello, Erin. Hi. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for being with us. We're very excited. We have another guest here at Drink Outside the Box. So we appreciate your time. It's so cool. This is all because of Instagram, too. Like, I know. This world that we live in is nuts. I know. If it wasn't for Instagram, we would not have found each other. And I'm just so glad for that platform has brought so many people together. It's very exciting. Me too. I actually met my doppelganger on Instagram. What? Um, I think three years ago. So that's pretty cool too. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that's that. Funny. Really? I want to go out there on Instagram. Hey, somebody looks like me. Hit me up. <laughs> okay, so Aaron, Are we you just- my twin? Yeah, I know, right? We could kind of be twins. Oh my gosh, yes. I love it. <laughs> Both brunettes. <laughs> so we just wanted to have you tell us about you because we have never even talked on the phone before now, so that's pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so um, 
I am a mom of two, and I had a previous podcast called Mingling with Mimosa Mamas. That was a lot of fun, and I, I did it with a friend of mine, and we just kind of decided to go in a, a little bit different direction. So I'm doing my own podcast now called Getting Cozy with Erin Hill, and the name came from my southern um, upbringing, my southern background, um, kind of a southern belle out here in California. A little bit out of my element, but having a lot of fun. And I've always been very, very interested in getting to know people, who they are off the television shows that we watch and off the movies that we see. You know, who are these people really? So that's kind of what my podcast focuses on. I've been very blessed to be in contact with um, people from different uh, reality shows like, you know, Real Housewives and um, The Bachelor, of course, and you know, several others, and so I, I'm just really excited to keep kind of um, bringing these special guests on and figuring out what they are all about. So I definitely have some, like, dream guests in mind that I hope the universe will allow me to interview one day. Um, right. fun. Oh, wow. When did you decide, and, like, how did you decide to make a podcast, or why? When and why? So I was a, an ambassador for Beach Nut Baby Food, and um, the company invited me to be on a podcast to talk about my role and just the company in general and how we're different from our competition, and that was Mom Talk Radio, and that was kind of my first foray into this world of podcasting. I had actually never podcasted in my life before, <laughs> so I was super nervous, but when we got started talking, I was just really enjoying myself and thought, this is really fun, and you can just talk and just kind of vent and just say whatever's on your mind, which is totally me, <laughs> uh, right. my um, and so I, chat, I chatted with another uh, friend of mine who actually had been a podcast lover for a long, long time, and she said, let's just do our own, you know, we have so much on our mind, we have, we're both very outspoken, and we have very, um, you know, differing opinions, and thought it'd be really interesting. And we love to drink, so we had to call ourselves Mimosa Mamas, of course. So that's kind of how um, all of that came to be. It was just kind of like a thought. And with me, if you just plant a seed, a tree grows like the next day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really That's really amazing. Cool. We kind of have like a similar story because actually a year ago yesterday, I got hired on with one of the stations in Nashville to work for promotions and, and for them. And... Um, he recommended that since I was interested in, in being on air and still am, that he's like, you have no um, on-air experience, so how would I know to hire you? Because I don't know anything about what your personality is like. And so Maria and I actually had met in college, and we were both like kind of shy and needed that little extra push to get out of our comfort zone. Yeah. And so um, just because we were both interested in radio and entertainment and all of that, like, it's just, I think, did I just text you and we started it, like, a week later? Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was that fast. That's awesome. <laughs> so now that you have your podcast and it's been, how long has it been since you first started this one? Um, so this one is very new. I'd say I have, I just released my sixth episode yesterday. Oh, wow. Um, but I was, I was doing the other podcast for a year in January. So, um very new it's like a couple months old i would say i uh, try to do an episode every monday uh, release a new episode bachelor monday 
Yes, exactly. I know. I I really should release it on Tuesday because I always have thoughts after I see The Bachelor, and then I'm like, oh, now I've got to wait for a whole other week to like talk about this. Right. So that's probably not the smartest thing, but uh, you know, it's fine. We try to release one for us every Tuesday as well, but it just varies, like, depending on our schedules and everything. Yeah, it's hard, that balance, right? To find that balance. Now, are you guys um, parents? No. Uh, (laughs) Is a dog mom count? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm a cat mom. Yes, of course. Until you have kids, a dog does count. No, it's it's hard. That's really, really difficult. Um, But it's a hobby, and I love what I do, and I find the time, and I have a really supportive husband thank god how did you guys meet he and i met online i was actually a flight attendant for united um wow a long yeah for a long time and um we met when i was just off you know one of my days off or whatever we met online and uh, we met at a restaurant you know just like a blind date and we had the best date ever and we kind of knew we were just going to be together from that day on and we pretty much were oh his name is Aaron, too, actually. We're Aaron and Aaron. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So we all our friends call us A and E. And I always say, well, he's the arts and I'm the entertainment, of course. So it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> That's so cool. That's cute. Usually Have, first dates are not what you expect. And that one's, I know. That one's really nice. Thank you. With my current boyfriend, <laughs> oh, yeah. I swear, like, I was, I was like, not I don't know I was kind of nervous on the first date but we had already known each other for about a year and mm-hmm. like it lasted from 5 p.m to 3 a.m oh wow oh that's a good first date yeah that's a good date and the rest is history <laughs> right exactly that's what I say the rest is history I was dating a lot of other people at the time and I was like nope I am done take me off the market I'm his I only want to be with him he blew everyone away it was pretty awesome. That's goals. True. Yeah. Aww. That is really cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's a number, girls. It's a number game. Just keep putting yourself out there. I used to be a dating um, coordinator, like a dating consultant, I should say. No way. And uh, yeah, and it's a total numbers game. You just have to keep, you can't stop. Like, you just have to keep putting yourself out there. I keep telling my single girlfriends, like, it is just you keep going on dates and eventually you know that person will be the right person but you can't stop you can't just like stop trying to meet people because then you know odds are you won't be able to meet someone you have to just keep your, putting yourself out there yeah maria <laughs> <laughs> maria is out here looking for her husband <laughs> if anyone's maria, interested i'm just kidding <laughs> What'd you say? I'm like, if anyone's interested, I... <laughs> yeah, slide into her DMs. Oh, my gosh, no. <laughs> I love it. But I have to interview them first. Yes. So you never know. I mean, it worked for Ben Higgins. He slid into Jess's DMs, and uh, they're probably going to be engaged this year, so... Oh, wow. Didn't you... You had him on your podcast, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, he was one of our first... Um, big guest that we had on the podcast and um, I remember FaceTiming with him and I was wow. bright red I mean I was so <laughs> I've had the biggest crush on him for years me too and I told him that before you know we recorded and he's just like oh my goodness and he's in a, he was like in his car and he had a hat on and he flipped his hat around and I almost fell out of my chair uh-huh. <laughs> the factor was off the like I just was like, you cannot do this to me, Ben. Oh my god! Like I didn't even lose my shit. 
<laughs> oh my god so how did that all happen so my brother-in-law in Denver actually where Ben lives he was the videographer for one of um, Ben's it was the um, wedding party. Do you remember the wedding party event that he had in Denver? Yes. Where they had, like, all those couples marry, right? Uh-huh. And so Beth, my brother-in-law, Seth, was working on that as a videographer. And so he had a connection with Ben. He had met him several times. He had videotaped him and whatever. And um, he did not tell me this. <laughs> and I was like, literally a year ago, I was in Denver with my brother-in-law at for his wedding and he just flipped it out he's just like oh yeah ben i saw ben the other day i was like ben who and he's like ben higgins and i'm like excuse me you know this man I'm like what so we're at dinner and i'm just giving him this eye like you better hook me up like i am your sister-in-law like you need to connect me immediately and right then and there he texted him and said look my you know my sister-in-law has this podcast she'd love to have you on it he's like I'm down, dude. Sure. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Now we have a connection through you. Yes. <laughs> it was crazy. I mean, and I remember my husband's right next to me, and I'm like, play cool, play cool. <laughs> oh. Oh. Wow. I feel like my heart would have been, like, beating out of my chest. <laughs> yeah. I would. Oh, uh, yeah, I would be it, the same. It was. It was, and he honestly, he opened the door to all the other Bachelor Nation guests that we've had because when people know that he's been on the podcast, like, they're like, oh, okay, cool, Ben did it, yeah, you know, it's <laughs> pretty cool. That's true. Speaking of Ben, though, how was The Bachelor live on stage? <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was so much fun. Are you guys, is it like coming near a city near you guys? Because you need to go see. It's actually, yeah, it's coming to Nashville the very first weekend of May. Oh, we're going. Oh, perfect. Okay. You need to go because it was so entertaining. I mean, it was hilarious. They had like a local bachelor and then they had the local ladies, you know, and they had like the limo entrances, like the whole night. I mean, they have the group dates, they have the rose ceremonies, they have like these little games to get to know them better. And it was so cute. Like, I loved it. It was so unique. I've never seen anything like it before. And it was legit a 90-minute season of The Bachelor. Like, legitimately from start to finish. Wow. I don't know how they cram all of that in there. I know. And plus, like, Becca and Ben are the MCs, and they had so many, like, dance numbers. And, like, I mean, it was crazy. It was so entertaining. And, of course... Ben is so sweet. He, um, he like, had us have VIP afterwards. We got to, like, go and talk to them and chat with them. And I was just so excited to see Ben again. Wow. I always am. <laughs> wow. That's nuts. Did anybody actually <laughs> start dating know. after it? Um, you know, they didn't follow up with the couple that they chose. But I didn't love the couple. The, the, um, sorry. I didn't love the last lady that he picked because she was pretty – adamant about like hey i'm a tax person like i'm gonna be busy for the next like three months and he's like okay i'm gonna pick you and i'm like really (laughs) like you want to be with someone who basically just said they don't have time for you like this is not a good decision but um you know it 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 was what it was and and we were in modesto and honestly kind of par for the course for modesto so I'm not, I wasn't that shocked, but, um, we had the best time. I mean, I drank way too much wine, but I was, <laughs> I was laughing and cheering and we just had so much fun. 
I drank way too much wine last night during Fantasy Suites. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm pretty sure I drank a bottle by myself. Oh god! Oh <laughs> yes. I wish I had more. Yeah, I wish I had. I needed to be a lot drunker for what I was saying. Did you not have like major anxiety watching that? Oh yeah. Mm. It for, was hard to watch. And my girlfriends usually come over and watch with me, and they were like, well, it's short. It's like all week we have short days at school, so it's going to be really difficult for everybody to come over. And so I said, I'm sorry, honey, you're going to have to watch this with me, and my husband's just looking at me like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Does your husband watch it with is. you ever? Never. Never. If he's watching it he's on his phone and making these random comments, which is exactly what he did, and I just remember, I actually have, have it on my stories on getting Cozy Pod of stories. Um, I have that we're watching the scene where Maddie is telling him that she's saving herself for marriage. And my husband's in the background going, wait, she doesn't know that? Wait, hold on. I think the fantasy please. And I'm like, honey, you pretend you don't know this show, but you're very invested right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's they crazy. Can't they can't help it. They have to get into it. That dramatic music, though, does Thanks. help a lot, like, to True. grab attention, you know? True. Oh, of course. Of course, yeah. What were your thoughts on it last night? That was crazy. I think, honestly, I was pretty impressed with Victoria's behavior last night because on the episode before, she was, like, just a whiny bitch, I felt like. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. I don't – I mean, I hope that him and Maddie work out just because I feel like they have the most chemistry – and you can tell that they really, like, love each other. But, I mean, I don't think that that was an ultimatum of Maddie, though. I think, like, I don't blame her. I would probably not be able to say yes to an engagement if the guy that I was with had slept with two other women that same week. But mm. she knew what she was signing up for, I guess. That's true. Exactly. Yeah. That's the kind of point that I take. I actually was, and this is not going to be a popular opinion, but I was actually upset with Maddie. I felt like um, this was a very long time to wait to kind of tell him what was up. And I just kind of wish that he had known a little bit more uh, sooner, you know, just to kind of like basically work through that and see how he really felt. I just feel like it was so um, just out of the blue for him you know like you can tell his face was just shocked yeah and you know he was just devastated when they finally did see each other at the at the of course the last fantasy date of course they were going to do that and you know she just was so devastated and I just felt like it wasn't really fair and I just don't understand if someone has those morals and values which I applaud her for that do not take that away from this but I'm not applauding her for that but why would you come on a show like that? Like, I just don't understand. I don't understand why you would. Um, that's something I'm really, like, was wrestling with. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Part of me feels like if he was really that, like, if he really felt like Maddie was the one, then he would just wait and not even bother sleeping with the other two girls. But I guess he is the bachelor, so he's using his opportunity for good. Do you think he would be capable? Like, I don't even think he would have been capable. I feel like his reputation and just who he is, I mean, I don't know if you guys have listened to any of the podcasts that he's been on, but, like, he was on Nick's podcast, and he was on a few other podcasts where he was just, he's a very sexual person. Mm -hmm. Like, that is the best he is. 
And he even said, when Maddie said that, he's just like, well, that's not me. And I was like, you know what? I'm glad you said that because he's being true to who he is. And you have true. to appreciate that. It's like Maddie's being true to who she is, you know? Right. Well, maybe Maddie will be the next Bachelorette if if Peter Ooh. doesn't pick her. Yes, true. Would it make sense for her to be the next next Bachelorette, though? I mean, I feel like I feel like she's too young. I feel like this is not like the place for her. Like, I just I don't know. It's probably not a popular opinion, but I feel like we need an older Bachelorette. For me, I'm I'm still Team Hannah B. I'm still me too. Team Hannah B. But nobody had. I'm so glad you said that. I feel like nobody had chemistry like they did, like, do, did, whatever. I feel like she's still coming on the scene at some point, like, at the 11th hour. Like, I'm holding out hope. I mean, I just adore them together. Me too. I know people have complained, like, since she was on it, was it twice already this season? Um, That, you know, like, oh, she just needs to get over it and, like, let Peter kind of experience with, with other girls. But, I mean... You can't really control your feelings after not seeing somebody for, like, God knows how long. And then when they're in that environment, like, of course, like, the feelings are going to come yeah. back. It's not like they just go away. Yeah, true. Right. And, you know, the fact that he said, had I known that you still had feelings for me, he would have turned down The Bachelor. And it's mm-hmm. like, Ooh. wow. That's pretty, that's pretty powerful. Like, that's pretty, Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I I think he's going to send both of the girls home, to be honest with you. Like, it, it's obvious that Maddie isn't there. Like, she left, you know. But I think he's going to send everyone home and go after Maddie. But I still think that something else is going to happen that's going to be, like, groundbreaking, like, earth-shattering. I can't <laughs> I <know>. wait. <gasps> isn't it? It's, like, March 11th is the finale? Or, like, two weeks from now? Yes, March 11th. Yeah, I'm actually going to go to Rebel Social um, in Denver. It's a really, like, kind of Instagram-ish kind of restaurant where, like, all the Bachelor Bachelor Nation goes and a lot of the fans go to have the big watch parties. So I'm going to be there on the finale night, and I cannot wait. Well, are we are we going to get on a flight, Maria? <laughs> Let's hope <laughs> so. Let's oh, hope so. I know. <laughs> yes. I will give you guys the details, but this place is supposed to be incredible. I interviewed the um, the owner, Sean, and he is amazing guy, like such an amazing guy. He's actually, he uh, Chase is a co-owner with Oh, Sean. wow, really? So yeah. So he'll be there. Hopefully I can interview with Chase, but they might have like a big guest. I asked Sean and he was like, well, we're not sure yet, you know. We don't know what's going to happen yet, but um, there could be a big guest. There's usually a big guest there when they do the watch party. So I don't even care. I just want to be there in that atmosphere with, like, all those Bachelor fans who are, like, as crazy about it as I am. It's going to be incredible. Me too. (laughs) Everybody always tells me I'm too obsessed with The Bachelor, but honestly, I just have been watching for, like, so long, and it was kind of, like, mine and my mom's thing on Monday nights, and I'm glad that I still am into it. I love that. Yeah, I've watched from the very beginning in my sorority, on my sorority couch with my sorority sisters, that very first season, and I just was hooked from then, you know. But what other uh, reality TV shows do you guys like, actually? Curious. Hmm. Well, I am, like, I like a lot of 
kind of reality shows, but there's this, um, I'm, I don't know, reality shows, I don't know if I'm really into. What about you? Maria, not, we're I mean, done. We cannot be no, friends. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I prefer like TV shows, like Netflix, like TV shows on Netflix than reality shows. Oh, yeah. Because I don't know much about yeah. them. Like, I, the only one I probably know is probably, like, Keeping Up with the Kardashians and The Bachelor. So, Keeping okay. Up with the Kardashians is a little, it's, like, entertaining because they're, like, they're funny. And, like, the things they say, it's, like, hilarious. Mm -hmm. But then The Bachelor is, like, whoa. Like, I feel like I'm, the other day I told Caroline when I first watched it, I was, like, I feel like I'm watching American's Next, Next Top Model. Like, it's kind of the same. <laughs> And oh yeah, this season for sure, yes. Right? So that was entertaining for me. That's a little, uh, I like that about The Bachelor. But what other shows do you watch? I, I watch all of The Bachelor franchise shows, <laughs> like including Paradise. And I'm like so stoked for the seniors version. I just actually nominated my boyfriend's mom. So oh. stay tuned. <laughs> oh no, that's hilarious. It'll be great. I think she'll be like perfect, honestly, if she gets picked. That's so cute. she's re very dramatic. <laughs> um, and then actually, this one girl that used to be my neighbor in my apartment complex was on Temptation Island. So I started watching it because I knew she was on it. But other than that, I think that's about all the reality shows that I watch. Oh, my gosh. Who is your neighbor? What is her name? Catherine Golden. That the <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you you know her? Cool. I know her from the show. Uh -huh. I mean, I, I watched it. Yeah, I love Temptation Island. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> I love all the trash TV. Give me all the trash TV. Same. <laughs> it's so bad. But I will say I'm in love with the new one on Netflix. Um, so maybe you'll watch this one uh, called Love is Blind. Have you guys seen that one? Oh, I've heard of that, Love but I have blind. not watched it yet. No, I haven't. Oh, I, guys I haven't have watched it. To watch it. Ah, love it's is blind. So, okay, so good. It's so good. They basically are in pods and they never see each other until like they really get to know each other, and then they have to propose to have someone actually come out of the pod. Like that, the whole point of it is like you have to find someone that you fall in love with, and then you propose to them, and then they come out of the pod. It's that's crazy. That's like the proposal, right? It is really similar to the proposal, but this is like the proposal was just like one night, though, right? It right. Was like one, yeah. No, this is like over a series of I think six weeks or something like that. Oh wow, six or eight weeks. So it's kind of like Married at First Sight. Did you guys ever see Married at First Sight? Mm, I, I haven't so. seen that. Okay, we have to so watch it's it. Very similar to that, except that they meet each other through a wall first so they they know each other just not what they look like and I think they can ask questions like are you this are you that whatever but you know they can't actually see the person so you don't know if someone's lying right or if someone is being truthful um but it's just it's crazy I'm so obsessed with it I've been <laughs> I don't know I think it was like 12 episodes or something oh my gosh I, I need to catch up watching. yeah I have, like, other TV shows yes. that I haven't finished, and I keep, like, starting other new ones. I'm like, okay, I have, like, seven different TV shows I haven't finished. <laughs> Me too. So I need to, like, yeah, get my crap together and finish them all. 
<laughs> You're in the same boat. We're all in the same boat, honey. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I love it. Okay, Erin, before we wrap up, we have to know what your drink of choice is and why. Oh my gosh, that's a hard one. Okay, so <laughs> I would say, well, since I was a mimosa mama, I have to say mimosa, but I, Ooh. since you're going to laugh, citrus allergy, I cannot have orange juice. So you'll be like, what? Why would you choose mimosa? So I love mimosas with something different, like um, like a pomegranate juice or like something tropical, okay. um, not citrus, obviously, uh, and just super, super super sweet. I cannot drink anything that's dry. I don't do red wine. I only drink like a Stella wine, which is like basically drinking juice. Um, <sighs> or I'll do a, or I'll do a dirty Shirley, which oh, I don't know if you guys good. know what that is. Oh. Right? Yeah. Uh, with coconut rum. Has to be coconut rum. Oh, coconut we actually rum. did an episode. So um, we were drinking Kalani. Is that what, that's what it's called, right? It's this coconut rum, and it is so good. You could drink it without anything in it. Yeah, it's just ice on the rocks. It's so you, good. Oh, yeah, you can. That's why I love it. I know, just shoot it or whatever, but, yep, that would be my drink of choice. What about you, ladies? What's yours? Um, well, that's funny that you <laughs> said that about red wine because we're actually drinking, you know, that um, the, it's like a wine. It's called finally a wine glass that fits my needs. It's like the original wine bottle glass. So we're we're drinking Bocelli, which is a super Tuscan red wine out of that right now. Yes, and it's so I love it. It's like right for us. That's awesome. You guys enjoy that. <laughs> well thank you. We will. <laughs> but yeah, we like it's we both only like two o'clock here, so I'm not drinking anything yet, but I will be very soon. Oh, it's okay. We'll drink for you over here. But yeah, <laughs> we both like we. That's one thing we have in common that we both like uh, red wine. I mean, wine in general. I also like the rum, coconut rum. So we have that yeah. in common as well. What about you? Oh, I honestly will drink anything. I need that probably makes me sound <laughs> like an alcoholic. But Wait, you do not drink tequila. No. Oh, that's true. I anything but tequila. But I just got back from California. And my mom and I went to a happy hour in Newport Beach. And there was this drink that was called the Maggie. And it said, or it didn't say tequila, like, in the ingredients. And yeah. I didn't realize, this is just me being an idiot, that Maggie was short for margarita. margarita. Uh-huh. So I order it, and I'm like, what? I didn't order a margarita. And my mom's like, well, you got to drink it. I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, my God. I was in, uh, I was in Mexico, and we won a tequila tasting, and that was the best tequila I've ever had in my life. It was flavored, and it honestly went down so smooth, so now I actually can say I can drink tequila as long as it's flavored. Wow. Maybe I should try that. Yeah. Yeah. Peach. The peach one was the best. Peach flavored tequila. I don't know if you can get that just anywhere. We were in, um, I think, Ensenada, I want to say. Mm, peach tequila. I'm, I don't think I've ever heard that one. That sounds very interesting. <laughs> Maybe I told you, Maria, we'll, we can have that for our one-year episode. Yeah. I was like, I'll only drink tequila on special occasions. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Erin. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me. I had so much fun with you ladies. 
Of course. Same with you. And we will uh, catch up again whenever the season finale of The Bachelor, or whenever you March eleventh. Like, March eleventh. <laughs> <laughs> and as yes, long as you give yes. us Ben Higgins' number. Oh, <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> you guys are cute. <laughs> we can do like a three way. <laughs> oh yeah, let's do a three way. Oh, don't even say. <laughs> Well, thank you, Erin. It was really, really nice having you, you here. And I hope uh, what you have with your podcast, good luck with it. It's going to be amazing. And I feel like um, now that you have the second podcast, I feel like we, we're lacking. We're lacking, <laughs> Caroline. We need, we need to work more. Thanks so much for being here with us today, Erin. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, where can people find you? You, they can find me at Getting Cozy Pod on Instagram. That's G E T N C O Z Y P O D. And if they are on Facebook, they can find me at Getting Cozy with Aaron Hill on Facebook. I have a page on there as well. Um, let's see. If they want to contact me individually, um, they can get me at uh, Aaron Loves Mimosas on Instagram <laughs> as well. Awesome. awesome. Woo! Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> stay cozy. <laughs> All right. We will. We'll stay cozy. We're actually bundled up in our blankets, too. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> oh, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Take care. So nice to talk to you guys. You, too. Bye. All right, guys. You can subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. You guys can find us, as always, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts at Drink Outside the Box, at Drink Outside the Box Podcast on Instagram, at Caroline Lawley, L-A-W-L-E-Y on Instagram, at M-A-R-I-F-E-R-N underscore M-O-R-A on Instagram. And if you have any suggestions or just want to reach out and say hey, please email us at drinkoutsidethebox duo at gmail.com. <laughs>